Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And that makes me Mike. And we've got special guest Optimus Prime what? on the show. That is that is actually Leroy, everyone. Uh, Autobots rise. And Leroy has, what is that? What's the ticket price on that? This was retail $179.99. Actually, wow. it was on sale before Christmas for $144.99. Thank you, Amazon. Still pretty, pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, pretty badass. It transforms. It's, yeah. I mean, that's a Lego toy, folks. That's actually made out of Lego. It fully transforms. Transforms um, like not by itself. You have to do that. Like with well, the Transformers. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like I remember when they came out with the Dinobots and I had um oh the T-Rex Grimlock? Grimlock. And I was like, I can't figure out how to fucking open this thing. I was I, I was a little kid. I have a confession to make. Matt Drobenak, if you're listening, I am so sorry for this. But when I was over at his house, <laughs> all one day, these years later, the confession. All these years later. This is the only time I've ever told anyone, actually. I just never came up organically before. But I was in his basement at his house, obviously. Um, and he had a whole bunch of transformers and he had Megatron in the the gun state. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I didn't have Megatron. I really, really thought he was cool. So I wanted to figure out how to transform him. And I broke one of his legs off and I just put it back in the box and just <laughs> pretended like I didn't know what happened. And I I felt so bad about that my entire life. But isn't <laughs> oh, what that what you fucking relief? Oh, I can breathe again. <sighs> but isn't that just what you did? You'd go over to a friend's house and you'd like bust something up and be like, yeah, you'd pretend you didn't Did he know have any siblings, Tommy? Uh, no, but uh, he had cousins. He probably beat one of his cousin's asses for that. You I, have that him, right? I know exactly whose ass he beat for it. I know exactly whose ass he and beat. You're like, I feel I'm, I'm I am vilified. I don't give a fuck now. Yeah, he probably whooped up on his cousin, Michael, who, you know, God always rest, the guy named Mike. God rest his soul. But yeah, that guy. Took a lot of whoopings for stuff he didn't do and for a lot of things he did do, too. So, I mean, you know, he probably that's why he probably had it coming in some way or another. I have to say that's why I did everything directly in front of the people that it was going to affect so that I got my ass beat immediately. <laughs> yeah. And you knew it was deserved it. instant gratification was was my ticket to um to doing whatever the fuck I wanted. <laughs> because I didn't have to worry about feeling guilty about somebody else getting in trouble for my shit because I did it. Yeah. 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 I, I remember when I was a kid, one time I, uh, I had like a crayon and my sister was, I think she might've been about two and, or maybe three. And I like scribbled on the wall and my dad walked in. I did it. it this happened so fast. Like I scribbled on the wall as my dad was walking in the room. And then I pointed <laughs> at it before he knew what was happening and said, she did that. And he smacked her on the butt once. Like it was a love tap. You know, it was like a, no, you don't do that. And then she cried and I felt bad. I got a good one for you. You remember those big, heavy, thick black crayons that they used to give you like in grade school? Mm-hmm. My mom, I found out she was afraid of spiders in my house oh, no. that I live in now. Uh, my, it was my grandparents' house at the time. Um, there used to be a like a uh, three-foot-high wall of like concrete and a walkway that went from the kitchen around and over to the front door where you, where you know you come in at. I drew, I don't know, several hundred spiders <laughs> on my grandparents' house, on the stucco, 
on the uh, on the tiles, on the house, on the concrete, on the bricks, on the con, the cinder blocks. Yeah, I got my ass whooped by my grandmother, and then I had to scrub them all off. I have instant this, gratification, man. I yeah, I had. My this, mom wasn't afraid of me either. Coincidentally, she knew they were fake. I don't know. I'm sure she knew they were fake, dude. I mean, come on. <laughs> It's because it was a two-dimensional spider. Yeah. Like, no, that man. a little kid, little kid making that stuff. Are, are you are you into crocheting and knitting there, Leroy? Because no, you got quite see, a bit is, of yarn behind see, you. This is <laughs> see, and this is this is what we need to talk about because you know the, they've never seen this before. This is my fiance Katrina's yarn stash. This is this is what happens when you have a problem, ladies and gentlemen. This Bro, is ah, uh, I have that shit on, in my house too. Don't don't worry. Why'd you buy so much? Oh, it was on sale. Why'd you yep. buy so much? It was on sale. It was, always it was on, on sale. sale. The dye lots can be different. I need this because these colors will match on the project dude. that I'm doing, and I can't guarantee that it will if I have to buy more. Yeah. You know what oh, my God, is, the number dude? of times I heard that. It's, yeah. it's the color selection is what it is. You want some of everything. I know this because I used to paint, and it's the same thing with paint. If, you, if you're starting a project, you're like, yeah, you know, I really only need like three colors plus black and white. And I can make every color I want, but wow, that cerulean blue looks nice. And oh, look at that! Look at that pastel look pink, at that That's, burnt umber. Mm. Yeah, it's the perfect color for what I want to do. So I'm gonna buy yeah. that too. And then you end up with like five hundred dollars worth of paint. I have no room to talk because I've got literally probably about oh maybe a hundred and fifty or so um, things of embroidery floss. So. Hasn't crocheted a damn thing in two years. I, I gotta say, my 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 uh, my significant other um, is crocheting constantly, so now, now that Leroy, stuff gets used. Leroy, does she does she, does she continue to buy more even though she doesn't crochet currently? No. Now, okay. All right. Now the thing is is rocks, rock ah. hounding. Uh, uh, um, minerals, Marie. They're minerals. They're minerals. <laughs> no. Here's the thing. Okay, you want to talk about things on the internet that you don't know exist until you find someone that's into it. And no, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not talking about fisting. I'm talking I was, about. I was thinking midget carnival, midget carnival shark fin porn. I don't. That was what I'm I was thinking. Fin. I don't know. I'm, t- I'm talking about. You know, I'm going to have to Photoshop something like that now. Yeah. Yeah. You made me rock, have to Photoshop that. Rock swapping groups. The, this is a thing. Better than like, kind of swapping. This is true. They send each other rocks from like across the country. So like I've got part of like 15 states in my basement right now. Uh, <laughs> um, and it's a thing. And I was like, what? You pay money to send rocks from one state to another state. She said, yes. I said, but why? <laughs> it's kind of dorky, but I, I get it's, it. I, I get mean, it. I have a small collection of like minerals and crystals and stuff that I like, uh, and they're just neat. But I, I guess it's a hobby, dude. I mean, it's like anything yeah. else, you know. If somebody was like, "I'll give you a bag full of soil from George Washington's estate," I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, I'll take that." I have oh, no idea I can, why, so I, I, I get it, you know. I sit here and make jokes about it. It's jokes, but no, I actually love it. Like you and I, we look at a rock and it's just like, yeah, it's a fucking rock. Mm-hmm. She brings that same rock home that we just look at and go, that's eh, fucking rock, puts it in a tumbler. And next mm-hmm. thing you know, you're holding something in your hand that looks like the goddamn galaxy. Yeah. Like, yeah. How? What? 
Huh? Yeah. I could I could scream. There was a kid when I was in grade school that gave me what he told me was an uncut emerald. It was a rock about that big, and it was definitely green and very glassy underneath the surface of like the rest of the stuff that was attached to it. But I lost it. It could have been malachite. It could have been. It just would have been cool as shit to be able to tumble it, get it down to its you know we'll shiny self, and been like, I don't care if it's an emerald or if it's fucking glass. It was neat. This but I is lost it. this is why I collected them is because like. For example, like a piece of malachite, which my wife got me a small piece of malachite for my birthday one year. And it's interesting because the reason why it is the color that it is and the properties that it contains is because it has a lot of copper in it. And all of these like amethyst and citrine and all these different stones and, and crystals and minerals have their properties, their color properties, their density, the way the crystals shape are all related to what other source minerals are in the area when these crystals took form. So it's just really fascinating shit to me. I mean, and it's totally nerdy and geeky and there's like, I am fascinated you know, because my entire property and my parents' property is basically shale. Mm -hmm. So if I find rocks that are not shale, I will pick them up. My mom has found, has found like perfectly round, like this big around like meteorites and stuff around the property over the course of time and stuff. So yeah, I totally get it. I think it's, I think that's pretty cool. Well, and, and the, I, I'm learning these things that exist that you don't know they exist. There's something that I believe it's actually called, I believe it's actually called Spider-Man agate, you know, like, well, why the fuck would a rock be called Spider-Man agate? When you polish it, it looks like it's got, it's black and red. The rock itself is like black and it's got like red, almost like webbing on it. And it looks like, it looks like Spider-Man's <laughs> costume. Like yeah. it's it's That's like pretty cool. what? And then she, she had this one again. The name escapes me. She cut it in half, and it looked like fucking prehistoric Bob Ross painted happy little trees on the inside of the rock. I was like, ha ha ha! They'll find these in thousands of years. Like it looks like somebody with a very fine tipped pen like drew scenery on the inside of the rock. And That's it's the, cool. it's the coolest shit because you're like, how is that inside a rock? Like how? Like we, there is we, some amazing, amazing stuff. Yeah, there is. So. And I can't find the name of it, but there is when I was collecting, there was this one type of mineral I really wanted, but it was so cost prohibitive that I never could, you know, justify it in my own head. Um, it only comes from it's like spirulator. That's not it, but it's got a name similar to that. And it only occurs in one place on the earth. It's not probably not indigenous to the planet like it's probably from a, a meteorite or something and it's because of that it, you know it's kind of hard to obtain for cheap you know you, you pay more for it because there's only one place in the world that you can find it and i don't remember i think it's like near the it's like middle of africa probably <laughs> all, all the crazy minerals are in africa it's right next door to wakanda ah okay <laughs> All the all the ones that are that are uh, that are deadly. I didn't get that become, joke, so I just said, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and become you know, and become blood diamonds and blood whatever, and like are dangerous. They're always in yes, the uh, yeah. in the uh, in that continent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, it's just I need, to go, I, I need to go back to something for a minute. You didn't get the reference to Wakanda, Marvel, Wakanda. Black Panther. I thought you said Wakanda, and I was like, okay. No, I got it. Yeah, I didn't get I, it because I, I misunderstood I did get what you it. said. I was kind of snickered at him. 
<laughs> I was like, I don't know. He didn't get that, but all right. No, I like, didn't hear Wakanda. You did, you did I, heard I, could also a, I could also be in the middle of having a stroke right now, for all yeah, I know. Yeah. Do you smell just, toast? You know, I don't yeah. smell, you know, I, I don't smell toast. Um, I do smell garlic, though, because they went and got pizza while I was out. And apparently garlic, oof, a um, little too much for my taste. Hmm. Did I ever tell you guys about the garlic knots that I got in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, not the, uh, you know, Middle Eastern uh, area there that were so fucking strong that like I could barely eat one of them. And we had to have my brother and I had to have him like take the plate away from the table because it was so offensive. It was like a it was like a piece of bread soaked in garlic oil with chunked up garlic on top of it with garlic Ooh. butter. Have you considered like, the problem was you're a vampire? I well, well, the thing is, I chased away every vampire within a hundred mile radius just by breathing. There you go. That's how bad. That's how bad this was. <laughs> I have never had that much garlic on something before. It was obscene. Yeah, that's too much. I like that's I like much. garlic, but there is yeah, like so a, do I. Yeah, there's a but, limit. Yeah, you got to draw the line somewhere. That's like with oregano and shit. Like you see people like throwing lots of oregano and parsley on their pizza, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? Well, first of all, parsley has no almost no flavor, um, in my opinion. But secondly, if you're gonna if you're gonna the the reason they're putting a ton on is because they don't have the fresh oregano. They don't have the fresh you know, basil and, and, and like Marjam and all the other ones that, that really make, make a pizza pop, you know what I mean? Like, and these are the people that talk shit about putting pineapple on it. I just don't get it. Well, I do put talk shit about putting pineapple. on. I it, love pineapple on pizza. I pineapple don't care for 1000% belongs on pizza. If little um, dead fish belong on pizza, so does pineapple. Dude, but see, little dead fish don't belong on pizza. That's right. That's <laughs> exactly. Look, I'm saying for the other people, you know, they're, they're like the pineapple. Absolutely, Hawaiian pizza is fucking the best. I like it's, a good Hawaiian pizza. Like it's ham and pineapple. Like okay, I love so I love pineapple, mm-hmm. but I don't like it with sauce and cheese and meat. Have you ever had it when Jane made Hawaiian pizza homemade? No. Dude, oh. it is fucking insanely good. <sighs> Yeah, I would. It is. I, I would pick off the pineapple and eat it separately. No, I wouldn't let you. You are banned from ever, ever taking any part of your meal and moving it off to the side of my house. Even if I'm going to eat it anyway. Well, if you're going to eat it anyway, why not just eat it when you're? It's all going to mix in your stomach anyway. Why yeah, not just eat it, it then? Because just don't be rude and eat it the way we serve it to you. Because it's mixing on my tongue. Yeah, just there's a joke there. There's a joke there. <laughs> I'm just no, I'm just enjoying I'm just enjoying razzing you because I had the feeling that I we hadn't talked about it, but one of the two of you was gonna be like, I can't stand pineapple on pizza. I you knew know it. it was gonna be me. Well, it's always me, right? Like whenever there's Not a always. food dispute, there's always it's always gonna be between you and I. Because you eat the most disgusting things imaginable. <laughs> And and think that they're good. I eat the most disgusting things imaginable. Hot pockets. Oh hot my pockets. god. We were already over this. You you've admitted yeah. that there are some good hot pockets. Some good hot pockets, right? Yeah. So yeah, I, I take that I take that as a win. I made buffalo sure that, chicken dip last I'm sure Sunday. There's some delicious puddles <laughs> of slime in the swamp too that I'm not gonna slurp them up, buddy. Look, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is that if I had to choose between like a hot pocket and pretty much any other food, I'm gonna pick any other food, including even like, even Hawaiian pizza with pineapple on even it. Even Hawaiian pizza. 
right. As long as it's a fresh wine. Here's the thing. I've never ordered a Hawaiian pizza from my favorite pizza shop. I would be willing to try it, but it feels to me like buying a whole pineapple, like a Hawaiian pizza from my favorite pizza shop is an, uh, a missed opportunity to buy my favorite, which is pepperoni and sausage. So I'm going to feel like I wasted Your favorite month. pizza place has the spiciest pizza sauce I've ever eaten. Oh, it's so good. JoJo's in Hummelstown, everyone. It is the spiciest fucking sauce I've ever had. Oh, so fucking good. Yeah. So fucking good. Um, I'm going to come up with just, just one more real quick uh, for the both of you. Uh, perhaps an unpopular opinion, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway because I, I, it's blasphemous to most. White chocolate Reese's peanut butter cups and stuff are the best. They're so much better than the milk chocolate ones. I disagree. Yeah, I disagree. Oh, yeah. Ah, you fucker, you toyed with me. I thought you were going to say yes. <laughs> I just, I just, I I just had one of the hearts. So good. White chocolate just doesn't appeal to me as much. Hershey's white chocolate, for some reason, hits that spot. Like other See, brands for, of it, not really, but Hershey's does, definitely. But Hershey isn't the, really as good of chocolate as I thought it was when I was a kid. Oh, like fuck no. I mean, I don't know if it's gotten down in quality. It probably has, but I don't think it's ever been like great chocolate. It's it's I'll it's take M&M chocolate. Mars over it any yeah. most days and yeah. or um, uh, Frere Rocher and shit like that. Like, I love yeah. that stuff. Uh, Godiva yeah. and uh, Lindt. That said, you cannot make a s'more without a Hershey bar. There is that's no correct. other chocolate. There is no. no other chocolate that tastes right with that. No, that's correct yeah. because it's that's purely a Hershey's. Yeah, that they've got thing, the market yeah. corner on on s'mores. Yeah, you've got some little German kid like I feel make you small, and it's just this like Godiva <laughs> chocolate. Disgusting! It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Honey made graham crackers, jet puff marshmallow, craft jet puff marshmallows, and a Hershey bar. Mm-hmm. Perfect perfection. Yeah, but- do you know do you know those things that you make mountain pies in? Leroy, do you know what a mountain mm-hmm. pie is? I know I exactly like what I it sh- is. Yeah. I feel like I should. It's like so, the metal clamshell thing that you can put bread in and, and ingredients in when you camp and you close it. Okay. And you, it yeah, makes yeah. a pie out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so get one of those and put the ingredients to uh, a s'mores in there. First of all, nothing runs. The you can go. Is... You cannot go wrong with a mountain pie, no matter what you're putting in it. No, I, you really I, can't. I to, you can put dog shit in it; it would somehow taste amazing. I'm telling you right now because the heat is even. First of all, and nothing is dripping out, so you're not having to deal with the mm. mess. The chocolate just gets the right amount of melty. The 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 marshmallows. I like to put a little peanut butter in there too. The marshmallows melt just right, and the the uh, the graham crackers are soft. Mm. they're soft dude and warm and it's like it's like oh so good so while we're talking about contraptions that you put together and you make a pie go with me on this so katrina sees on a tiktok video this waffle maker that is like double side you know double double sided like a waffle makers but Mm -hmm. it's like extra thick and i'm like why the fuck is it extra thick it's for the express purpose of making stuffed waffles last night Chandler for his birthday party wanted sweet potato waffles, sweet potato waffles stuffed. That sounds delicious. I'm like a sweet potato waffle. Sweet that that doesn't compute. A sweet potato oh, no, side that dish sounds amazing. It's not it's, a breakfast. That sounds food. really sweet and good. Yes. Yeah. Breaded chicken tenders from Giant cut up. So you got the waffle, 
you got the chicken tenders, you got the waffle. My God. Like, one, I didn't even have stuffed waffles for a fucking thing. Two, can we have that again, please? Like, twice a week. <laughs> well, and think of, like, all the, think of all the possibilities, like all the shit that you could put in there and yeah. make delicious. I've oh, never heard of stuffed waffles until now, but I'm a fan. Like chopped up fine turkey and gravy Thanksgiving Day, next day after Thanksgiving. That's your breakfast, right? A stuffed Thanksgiving. Top it with a awful. little bit of gelatinous cranberry sauce. Actually, make, <laughs> that would actually make it pop. That might be actually yeah. That would that, yeah. would, that would that would add a little something to it. But yeah, never never knew it was the thing. She makes it last night. And I was just like, I took one bite and I was like, all right, this this is something that like the world has changed up is now down left is now right <laughs> cats and like, dogs are living together in harmony it's mass, mass hysteria. hysteria it's crazy um, I, I saw this thing on tiktok or, or twitter somewhere one of those um where this guy showed you know how like if you get like fresh parsley or other um herbs and it's like a big pain in the ass to strip them off you know how you have take your 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 cheese grater take the smallest set of holes and stick those stems down through there and then reach your hand up inside and just pull it out all the all the leaves will just land nicely on a little plate and you can toss the stems save yourself <laughs> about three or four minutes of chopping and picking and like this guy's channel is full of stuff like that and i'm like you know you're you know you've become an old person when you get excited about like kitchen hacks like oh <laughs> i yeah. always missed like there's a way to like open up a a mango using a glass like if you just take the the, the mango and go like this with it, it just scoops all the stuff right out and it kind of looks like a good way to cut your wrist open on a glass <laughs> well you know <laughs> multifaceted yeah. skill you know yeah yeah, but there are vegetables and fruits that are just like, you know, like or any kind of food like like that are just like I don't understand how people figured out how to eat them in the first place. Like avocado is obvious, a mango you're like tearing at it and then it's slippery and then there's a fist-sized rock in the center of it. And yeah, it's the most delicious fruit known to man, but it's such a pain in the ass. Or like coconuts. Who the fuck Coconuts would have been the first one I thought of, yeah. Yeah, coconuts or like eggs, dragon fruit. If you were, if, okay, if you're just walking along one day and you see an egg and you're like, hmm, and you get past the whole point of, I'm going to eat that, that looks great. You still have to cook it. And we all know that the first time anyone eats something in the world is they're probably not cooking at first. I think trial and error began with just chomping down on the shell and everything. And then, yeah. went, wait, no, that fucking hurt. Let me take the insides out. There's this. There's this hilarious fucking uh, TikTok of like this hand puppet of tra of Trump. It's like, the, and he's going like slurping along the ground. And he finds an egg and he smashes it and starts going <laughs> with it. And it's just, I've seen that. yeah, it's so foul and funny. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, egg, egg. <laughs> While you're on the subject of eggs, a friend of mine turned me on to this sandwich hack. Okay. So Red Robin, I've, the name of the burger escapes me. It's something Royale. 
but you Royale you change cheese. you change <laughs> the burger patty out for a fried chicken patty. Swiss cheese, applewood smoked bacon, fried egg. Sounds delicious. And I'm like, why are you putting in this? I this, call that the, the Mama and the Baby special. The beginning and the end, all in one sandwich. And I took a bite of that thing, and I was like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it was. I took one bite of it. I was like, this is fucking the best goddamn chicken sandwich ever. Well, it's like it's like the chili cheese chili cheese chutney uh, sandwich from. Uh, uh uh red dwarf i don't know if you you didn't really watch a lot of red dwarf i never I had, had one of those i've always tried but yeah so there's an episode where uh dave lister is talking about his ultimate hangover cure which is a chili cheese what is it exactly it's a chili cheese chutney am i missing an ingredient i not that i remember i'm very vague on that one. Oh, it's a fried egg chili chili chutney yeah, so like mango chutney, um, chili, and fried egg in a sandwich, and that's supposed to be the ultimate hangover cure. And I know you don't drink, but I will say that when when you get hangover, you crave greasy food, and for some reason it actually does help. I don't know why it just does. It's like it just glues you back together or something. But um, the 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 character Rimmer is like. You know, this sandwich is all wrong, right? Everything about it is wrong. He's like you, really. It's like the cheese, the chili, the chutney, the fried egg. But put them all together and somehow it works. Who was that supposed to be an imitation of? A terrible impersonation of Rimmer. That was fucking terrible. Yeah. No offense. Well, I wasn't really trying. So now while while we're criticizing his impersonation of Rimmer, I have to ask because it's come up in conversation. My dude, can you still do Bobcat? Who, Mike or me? You. Oh, I can you know. still do Bobcat? Which, both which you were you pointing at? I don't know, guys. I can kind of do Bobcat myself. You know, a little bit. Because uh-huh. you used to crack me the fuck up with that. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know what the problem is. Ah, I get you, got, you got me on that one. <laughs> I remember it was what was it? It was the 11th grade. We were in chemistry class taking one of those stupid tests. You know, the ones that you had the whole school had to take or whatever. The not the ASVABs, but some state standardized school test. Mm-hmm. Room is dead silent. And out of nowhere, Tom busts out his bobcat. <laughs> and he's like, ah, tension breaker had to do it. And fucking the whole room corpsed. And Mr. Stipe was just looking at you like he wanted to kill you with lasers from his eyes. He had lasers <laughs> in his eyes. That guy was an android. A funny of story all- about Sipe. So uh, two funny stories about Sipe. First funny story about Sipe is about a year after graduation, he approached me in a hosses and asked if I wanted to join Amway. He wanted he wanted to put me on his downline. I'm not kidding. He wanted to put me on his downline. I was like, um, no. Yeah, ba- like back in the 90s, the mid to late 90s, that was like the worst fucking time for people hitting you up for Amway. I know. I worked, I worked with a guy that sold it, 
Now, granted, their granola bars were fantastic, and I would yeah. buy the granola bars from him. But other than that, I was like, dude, I have no interest in any of the rest of that craziness. No, yeah. no, thank you. I will eat your chocolate cover or your fudge covered granola bars and leave me at that. But so, we have that in every generation, don't we? That type of shit. Yeah, we yeah. do. Amway still exists. It's you just don't that, hear about it. Yeah, it's there's so many multi-level marketing schemes out there. They kind of get lost in 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 the mix now. Because you don't probably, hear about Amway because there's worse contenders yeah, out probably there. Probably ten years ago, there was a guy that I worked with that he stopped by. There's a guy that I worked with, and he was like, "Hey, I have this uh, carpet shampoo I want to show you." And I was like, "All right, you know." And here it turned out to be like one of those kind of Amway things. It wasn't just carpet shampoo. It was like energy yeah. drinks, carpet shampoo, mm-hmm. or fucking food, clothing. And I was like, bro, I'm as poor as shit. I'm the last person because you know what's going to happen? I'm going to eat everything, wear it the fuck out, and then somebody's going to have to pay for it. And it ain't going to be me. Yeah. You're like Joey in that episode <laughs> of Friends when, when, uh, Penn and when Penn Gillette shows up to sell an encyclopedia and he can only afford one letter of the alphabet. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's you. That is like, completely I'll take, me. The, I'll take the granola bars, but fuck everything else. Kids, kids, <laughs> whatever you do in school, just make sure that whatever uh, projects you get, you volunteer for the letter L because that's all I fucking got. <laughs> <laughs> the other, the other interesting story about him is that he went on to teach at a college. I don't know what college. I can't remember. I thought it was uh, Central Penn. It might have. Mm, I'm pretty sure you told me that it was Central Penn. What college? Yeah. I didn't even know there was a Central Penn college. I don't think it was Central Penn. It starts with an L, I think, but it's it's somewhere in Pennsylvania. Anyway. Um, Lycoming? Could be. I'm just throwing uh, L words out at you now. I have because. no idea. Lackawanna? Sure. Lehigh a- Valley? Lebanon, Cotton Valley College. <laughs> Lebanon, yeah, the Lebanon area community college. Lebanon Valley College. If you can't hack it, lack it. <laughs> so I had an intern at my old job, and and she was like, "Yeah, I had a really creepy chemistry teacher, and he was always." <laughs> You're like, I already know who this is. Well, she's like, <laughs> he had kind of a lazy eye, and he was kind of robotic, and he he would like stare at the girls and stuff. And I was like, um, "Yeah, what?" Do you know what his name was? She's like, I can't remember. Hold on. Let, let me look him up. Oh, it was Sipe. And I go, Sipe, really? You got to look him up. You got to look him up. And there, and there there, he was looking like some looking kind like of data, looking like some kind of robotic, poor, fucked up version of fucking. Um, he was one Tim of the uh, he Robbins. was one of the he was one of the concept drawings for data. I always thought he looked like a <laughs> fucked up version of Tim Robbins. <laughs> I don't really remember. You spent a I, lot of time around in my day. I, I can see that. I can see the Tim Robbins analogy. Well, do you ever like you'd be online and it's it I I call it the, the celebrity impersonator effect. Like you'll see if you ever go to like this is something a friend of mine used to do and I all the time. We used to get online when we were bored at work and take turns sending each other pictures of celebrity impersonators, the worst ones we could find (laughs) because they were hilarious. You know, like we, one was Mr. Bean only called himself Mr. Beans and he was Pakistani. (laughs) (laughs) Anything like him. (laughs) Yeah. It was so funny. And, uh, and he didn't look anything like him. Yeah, that was you really... and I have done that before. Where oh yeah, we, we sent each other that. That wasn't us that you're talking about, but we've no, done. No, this was another friend yeah. of mine, Charles. Uh, I haven't talked to him many, many years, but he uh, he and I did that. But um, 
It's like when you find a picture or you run into someone who is almost a doppelganger for someone you know really well. And so when you look at them, they look like some genetic clone that got fucked up in the process of growing. <laughs> you it's are like the copy of the copy of the copy, yeah, right? You're a you're a half-assed Leroy Yawn. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not him. Damn it, he melted somehow. It's not I'm a half-assed guy Fieri. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> I had <laughs> give me frosted tips. Okay, okay a Leroy. Fucking bowling shirt. Since and, you and, brought and, it up, since you brought it up, I'm who you get off of Wish if you order Guy Fieri from Wish. <laughs> You're the Wish version like, of Guy Fieri. Since you, be honest. since you brought it up, Leroy, I've always thought that guy looked like you. Just his name is bit. is Figieri. Figieri. <laughs> Figieri. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I actually one yeah. time ran into a guy at the store and I thought it was a guy that I used to work with and I'm talking to him like I know who he is like inside jokes and everything else and he looks at me and he's like I have no idea who you are and I was like aren't you and he goes uh no I was like oh now, wouldn't, uh, been, okay I'm gonna go crawl into a hole and die now at least now, you what if, like same scenario it's still not the guy you thought it was but he knew all of the jokes <laughs> that would have been insane yeah. that would have been insane <laughs> I was so embarrassed, though. I didn't talk to anybody for like in the store for like the next month. I just like fucking <laughs> walked through a blind or someone because I don't want to embarrass in, myself in, again. In, ca in case you might think there's someone you know and embarrass you, mm -hmm. embarrass you somehow. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, like I, I, there's a guy I know who like if, if one time he went up to me when I was at Redner's, he just happened to see me and I didn't see him and he came up behind me and like grabbed my shoulders and said something kind of creepy just to kind of like. Be like, oh, oh, dude, you know, to scare me or whatever. And I was thinking, man, it's lucky that I was who you thought I was. <laughs> I like to fuck with people. That was weird, like, dude. Do I know you from somewhere? Aren't you? And they'll say my name, and I'm like, no. Like that's I, weird, though. You're like the third person that told me that in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> if I, if, 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 let's say this podcast one day puts us on some level of fame, and people come up to me and say, I look like. Like Tom Cash, and be like, yeah, I, I do get that sometimes. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not. He's much sexier than me, though. That's the only thing. Yeah, my name is Rando Guy. <laughs> my name is Comcash. Comcash, yeah, yeah. Well, I I used to have a a a, a uh, what do you call it? Not a pseudonym, a nom de plume, a writing name, uh, and which was uh, uh Tony Nash. Which is sort of borrowed from my dad because that was the character and a character in a story that he wrote. Tony I had a guy that Nash, used to which call his me... name is Anthony. His middle name is Anthony, so it's Anthony Cash, Tony Nash. Right. I had a guy that used to call me Kike Minkley, not realizing that Kike is like a fucking horrible, oh, horrible, horrible, horrible thing to call somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was uh, like, do you realize what that means? <laughs> You know what? I just came to the realization of earlier today, and I can't believe it took me this long to to do it. Adam Carolla is a fucking douchebag. Oh, I've never liked him. I've always thought he was oh, a cool dude, bag. I always thought he was kind of funny on the man show. 
But now the shit that he's saying, where he's saying that people, you know, that that there is no racism, that because he started off poor and didn't have anything, you know, boo fucking who about being about needing social uh, welfare and stuff like that because you should just pull yourself up. Like he started throwing all this shit out in his comedy routines. Like, I don't fucking care if you don't like it. So he had to, he has to be edgier than everybody else right now. He's edgier than Joe Rogan, you know, that's not the the side of the line you want to be on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Joe Joe Rogan isn't really edgy. Joe Rogan is just an idiot. He just says, and he just says every now and again, he throws something out that is, you know, truthful. And oh, knowledge. Yeah, sure. I'm but not, it's yeah. it's all the shit in between there that, that makes you just go, I don't fuck. I don't, I really the don't The problem with Joe Rogan is that Joe Rogan will entertain any idea. True. Any idea and True. any guest, and he'll sit there and go, Okay, okay, that makes sense to Joe. Joe will go with this for now. <laughs> but Joe wonders if you've tried DMT. You know, it's just he's a caveman. He's a fucking barbarian. All right. His dumb stat was intelligence. I'm sorry, but that's just the truth of it. He's a he's a shyster, though, right? Like so many of them are. Oh, yeah. Where like all the controversial shit he says is controversial by design. Because people who are listening and that sells advertising. It's uh, buzzwords, man. (laughs) There's no such thing as bad PR. Right. All bad PR. I think of private parts with Howard Stern. He ta- tells in the book and he talks about the movie. Like the number one reason people listen to him that liked him. I want to see what he's going to say next. The number, number one reason yep. people listen to him that didn't like him. I want to see what he's going to say next. Yeah. It's- Remember how fucking controversial <laughs> that movie was when it came out? Oh my God. I love like, that. People movie. wouldn't even bat an eye at it now. No, but then, no way. But then, oh my God, everybody was clutching their pearls. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I wanted to on a on a related topic. I-, I wanted to talk about. I know that this is not a game that was on your radar, really, Mike. I don't know. I don't know how much of a gamer you are, Leroy. But Hogwarts Legacy, I've seen stuff on it. Amazing game. I've I'm been gonna... inundated with advertisements for it. I can tell you that. Uh, right off the bat, amazing. Probably again, game of the year contender, maybe game of the decade. I don't know. It's just an extraordinarily good game. It's so well conceptualized and there's so many details and there's so much to do but <sighs> there is this controversy around it that trans people are not that are being they're 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 that that it's terrible to trans people right and 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 while i agree that that jk rowling is a complete piece of shit you know she's a transphobic piece of trash she's I a actually, cunt I she's actually, a cunt she is. She is. I actually yeah. looked up like what she specifically said today just to get some context because I didn't want to just say that about someone without knowing. And yeah, she is absolute gutter trash. Fuck her forever. But the world she created itself is now being repurposed. And while I've read every book, I've watched every movie, I read every book multiple times. I didn't notice any tra- anti trans agenda. What I did notice, actually, really interestingly enough, was a lot of issues of social injustice. Like there's a species of house elf called house elves in the movie that are basically slaves to the wizarding world. And there's a character, a really important one, Hermione Granger, played by Emma Watson, who makes a 
big part of several movies, her work in freeing the house elves from their bondage and and giving them uh you know fair pay and 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 better working hours and all this stuff so like she may have been transphobic when she wrote those things but i didn't get the transphobia injection that that series is supposedly had and what I'm getting at is I think people are really reaching and wanting to be offended because they don't like J.K. Rowling. Unfortunately, but, they're on both sides when it comes to that kind of stuff. People that yeah. exaggerate things to be offended yeah. by them exist on, in, on on every side of everything. Well, so, yeah, I, get I can it. see that. You I get it. You're personally offended by it. Don't buy it. But, you know, don't call me a transphobe because I enjoy a game. All right. Because Disney, Walt Disney was a vile racist and a Nazi sympathizer at best. H.P. Lovecraft was a racist and he was loud as fuck about it. So just throw away almost everything you enjoy, because between those two motherfuckers, just about everything in entertainment today is 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 there because of one of those cats. Right. You know what, man? Carl Sagan was on the level. Carl Sagan was definitely on the level, but I don't and, know and, how and that it, applies to this. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> we sci-fi stuff. I, think I don't we, know. <laughs> we've had this conversation before, right? Though, like, where, when is it appropriate to cancel someone? It's like, never or, appropriate. Or they or to they what, cancel or to themselves, what, right? Or to what level do you cancel them? Like, okay, so J.K. Rowling's a piece of shit. Right. Fine. Thousands of people worked on the Harry Potter movies, right? Right, you know, it's, like, so you can't then say, "Oh, well, I guess I can't ever enjoy Harry Potter again." Yes, you can, because you can enjoy the work that the other thousand people that were involved in those movies put into it. Yes, well, it was from the brainchild of this horrible person, but it, it it shouldn't take away your enjoyment of the thing that, in the grand scheme of things, yes, she wrote it, but way more people were involved with bringing it to life than just her right so to to then say oh, i can't ever watch harry potter again well now you're just virtue signaling now you're right. just going look at look well, at how great i am i'm never gonna watch harry potter again i da, look da, 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 da. at cancer culture like this it's a term used to gaslight by people who do that kind of stuff like cancel culture as far as i'm concerned i i don't What's the point of canceling somebody? If you don't like something, don't fucking pay attention to it. Right. That is cancellation. Cancellation is simple. Like, it's I not- don't like J.K. Rowling. My my kids all read the books and watched the movies until this this, you know, transphobia stuff came out and they just stopped consuming it. Right. So. Right. That's, yeah. That's all you that's, need to do. That's all you need to do. That is <laughs> that is the four finest and purest form of boycott is to just not buy the shit anymore. I don't like Kid Rock. You know what I don't do? Buy listen albums. to Kid Rock. Yeah, I don't listen to him. And I did see him in concert once, but he had Cheryl Crow with him, so you know, mm. but yeah. it was that was before he was you know, political. Before well, he was out about his trash politicalness. But again, I, I was back. okay it, with him being a piece of white trash. I didn't appreciate the conservative nature of him. See, that's what I'm, I'm go ahead, Tom. Sorry. I was going to say, if, if Harry Potter were showed to me, and, and I'm not the best at picking up allegory, okay? So maybe there is some anti-trans. If there is, I don't know. I haven't seen it. And like I said, I've read the books multiple times. I'm horrible at picking out allegory unless it's so overt so that I couldn't possibly miss it. 
I really think that people are stretching here and they're really grasping and they just want to be offended because ultimately, like I was in a Reddit group where we were talking about the game and someone just called me a monster and I said, I'm not a monster. I just don't think that a video game is a very good basis for judging someone else's entire perspective on. And then they spoiled the game for me as a response. And I was like, like, all right, well, so that shows me who you really are, right? Like, like you brought up. If virtue. I can't enjoy, neither can you. Well, it it shows me that you're not actually a good person or a nice person because nice people don't do things like that. They just because they're in disagreement, they don't ruin things for other people. That person was a piece of shit who was virtue signaling. Leroy, you brought up virtue signaling, and I think it's very important because virtue signaling never comes out of genuine desire. It always comes out of guilt. You know. Well. And see, you you bring me to to the thought I was literally having. If these people see offense in all of this stuff, like all these people that are seeing the anti-trans stuff in, in Harry Potter now, that you know, think of all the the activist groups out there, like Glad and what have you. If there was any real allegory in there that those people were offended by. You think we wouldn't have heard about it 20 fucking years ago? Right. Right. So so now you have, you know, these people that that are like, oh, so that means these people see it. And do they see it because they have a deep, that same deep seated viewpoint? And they figure like, well, if I'm loud about how horrible it is, then I can not feel horrible for. Mm-hmm. You know, having these thoughts that made it stand out to me to begin with. Right. Well, and, you know, I that there is a very important thing to be said in that. And that is that all of us have biases. All of us have racist thoughts that were brought to us at a very early age and are just sort of congealed into our thinking. And the difference between us and someone who engages in those is that we go, oh, wait, no, I don't believe that. Okay. And then you move on. Right. Yeah. But but we all have them because we weren't raised in those families and we were taught by shitty aunts and uncles or even parents who did have filthy ideas about those kinds of people or that group of people or that color of skin or that whatever. Right. You know, and and so you kind of have to relearn that shit as you go out into the world and find out, hey, you know what? Brown people aren't so bad. It's funny you mentioned that because I just had a conversation with my parents the other day because I was out with them eating lunch and I made a revelation came to me. I said, I don't like anybody that's in your age group. I literally cannot stand anybody that's in your age group because you guys are the ones that made everybody fucking hateful about stuff, in my opinion. Yeah. Which even if you were carrying it on from the generation before you, I didn't see that in my grandparents, but I definitely saw it in the people that are your age. Not you yeah. guys, but people that are in your age. That's group. so funny because it's so ageist, but it's true. Isn't it? I wasn't ageist. I learned that from them too. I'm gonna I'm gonna come right down. I'm gonna I'm gonna again because this is the second week in a row that I've quoted Terrence McKenna. <laughs> If you haven't contradicted yourself, you haven't thought your position out thoroughly enough. And there's a lot of truth in that statement mm-hmm. because, and that's where you get, you know, we're, contradic- we're contradictory beings by nature. We are. Well, because we're designed to it. Okay. Isn't the whole thing that we're supposed to do evolve? I mean, let's, let's, let's look at it this way. All right. So I, I, it, 
James Gunn comes to mind. Okay. He had said in 2010, he had posted some tweets that were questionable. I don't know what some... he said, but I remember the, the controversy. Yeah. Yeah. And he he flat out said, you know, that might have been a joke I made then. That might have been something I thought was funny then. I Those are not my viewpoints now. Those aren't. That is yeah. not how I feel now. And he said, either you want us to learn and grow from our mistakes or, or you want you to want penalize to continue, us for our past. Right. Or you want to penalize us for our past, in which case, why would anyone bother to change? Right. If you're going to be damned for it anyway, mm -hmm. if you truly believe those things, keep spouting them. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, and that's and that's where where we we get into trouble. Right. Whenever you start digging into someone's past, there's not a soul living on this planet mm -hmm. that hasn't or won't at some point in their life say or do something that a year, five years, 10 years, 25 years later, they won't look back on and go, fuck. Yeah. I, yeah. I hate to break it to you, but Donald Trump has never done that. No, he hasn't. No, he's never done but that. So he, there, with the exception of him. There are well, exceptions. See, him, it goes the wrong way. He says fuck about the opportunity he didn't take to screw someone over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just have to spin it around to his narcissistic perspective. By the way, it's amazing how much Steven Seagal and Donald Trump are alike now that Steven Seagal is older. They start to look alike. They talk and, exactly the same and way. And bloated. Yeah. yeah, and they're both bloated and disgusting. The only I just real... thought I would share that. I've been on. I've been on like a binge where I've been watching like this is why Steven Seagal is a horrible human being, a monster, and a piece of trash. Videos on YouTube lately. <laughs> Let's talk about what we really came here to talk about. What's that? Fucking cocaine bear. Cocaine bear. Yes. We need to talk yeah. about cocaine bear. Pretty sure we wanted to talk about that. Well, you know, there's yeah. an interesting parallel here, Leroy, that we're going to be talking about cocaine bear in one of the first episodes, maybe the first episode that, no, it was the second episode you were in. I remember. Episode 49. Yep. Huskin cocaine pork. So like the boars were in on it. Like oh. the boars were working with the feds. So, like, the feds sent the boars in to eat the coke to foil the drug dealers. You guys are missing the biggest takeaway from this, though. There is now going to be a delicious, rustic, cocaine-infused pork available only in Tuscany. <laughs> oh, my God. Tuscan, oh. Cocaine, Tuscan cocaine pork? Dude, it sounds delicious. I know yes. that it's episode 49 because I looked it up today. And um that was the same episode where we did 40 minutes and 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 you had some bit that you had pre-recorded about um I think it I think it was uh it was it was Larry no uh Larry King. It was a Larry yeah. King bit. I think it was Larry a horrible, King... it was it was horrible. I, I I firmly apologize for that. <laughs> I thought I was funny, and well, it turns out I just do a really bad Larry King impression on what? top of not being funny. Hadn't he just died too, or something it, like it that? He just died too. So like, like that's more salt on the wound there, uh, Larry. Um, yeah. I'm gonna do a really shitty impersonation with I'm Larry but it, King. But it never um, surfaced because when we went to patch it in that file, the recording got canned. 
And we that lost was Larry, like that was Larry King reaching from beyond the game, <laughs> right. going, fuck you, assholes. Yeah, you think you're good? Fuck you. <laughs> Leroy and Enola, you're not on. <laughs> but, uh, man, yeah, Cocaine Bear. So I watched the trailer again today just to refresh my memory. And Damn, that looks funny. It just looks so goddamn funny. I Here's, love how they just took a story which the bear literally ate the cocaine and fucking died. It just, didn't just pretty die. much dropped out. Yeah, you know, it didn't do all the shit that they're saying it no. did. They but took I'm artistic saying, license, but the bear oh, basically obviously. caused well, it. You know, the bear's itself. family. No, no, I know. I'm saying it's funny to me that they that they <laughs> took like some like just here we got this building block. A bear does cocaine and go, well, and they managed to make this you know crazy awesome looking movie out of it what i meant though is that the the bear didn't just die it literally almost exploded on me from the inside it had a stroke it had a heart attack it had renal failure i mean mm-hmm. every organ system in this bear's body all stopped at once it's like you know you want some good examples of why not to do cocaine there you go there's a whole it was like 20 some pack 20 some bricks of of coke that were opened up and partially consumed with this bear 80, 80 pounds it was like a, yeah a ridiculous 80, 80 amount the bear didn't fucking like do like chasing people down to get more cocaine and stuff the bear pretty much consumed it and just well so here's the <laughs> the whole story is that there is this like drug enforcement officer in Kentucky. Um (laughs) fucking Kentucky. (laughs) Who got into smuggling and he was in a little light plane and I guess his his engines died or something. So he jumped out of the plane, he dumped the cargo and and then he ended up his parachute didn't open up so he just splat on the ground with a bunch of bricks of cocaine on him and they found the bunch a bunch in the woods and the bear had I don't know if the bear did anything, but apparently now this is the funniest thing to me. I took some notes. Uh, the bear is currently just chilling in a mall in Kentucky because yeah, you know, it's Kentucky. it's awesome. It's it's like crazy that it's become a tourist attraction. It's become a source of local revenue. Yeah, it's like. Yep. the the thing that this town is known for now yeah people not come, because it originated there but because they have it there people come from all over the world to see it and they've yeah. nicknamed it pop i love this pablo escobar i saw that i was like yeah golf clap for sure but see here here's the thing so just to go back to the original story and what happened to the bear and everything that happened when that story broke you fucking know keith richards was somewhere gone fucking amateur <laughs> so yeah so was lemmy he's like that sounds like tuesday yeah he was like i did that shit this morning well i think i think i i'm quoting guar when i say nine tons of crack a day but here's the best part about cocaine bear that's number why one, dave brocky's not here anymore number one that was the title they went with like they were just like i got it here's this story we uncovered oh what's it about it's about this bear in Kentucky in 1985 that found a bunch of cocaine and it died. But our pitch is instead of dying, it went on a murderous rampage and killed everyone in the town. Yeah. Well, what's it called? Cocaine bear. Here's $10 million. Go fucking make it. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well the only other acceptable name would have been Pablo Escobar. Yeah. yeah. But the best Ray Liotta's last movie. Yeah. I would. I want to touch on that bear. too. Yeah. Yeah. Ray Liotta's <laughs> legacy. <laughs> For his the last movie, film, it's fucking movie, Ray, bear. 
And Elizabeth Banks, <sighs> Miss fucking Pitch Perfect, Miss Hunger Games. Is the Elizabeth producer, Banks isn't she? Is the director. The director. So how does that end up on an A-lister's desk? I wondered <laughs> the same thing, because when I heard the name, I was like, that's got to be another Elizabeth Banks, right? No, it's not. It's awesome. And, it, and, and it's it's the latest in this genre of movie of movies that are just one. This is how we end up with it. For those of you that have seen Idiocracy, you've seen Idiocracy, I assume. Naturally, yes. I've seen it several oh, yeah. times. It's we just talked is, about it last week. Yeah, it's a common this, topic this, on the show. <laughs> how we end up with Ass the Movie. Ass okay. the Movie? Ass the Movie. Oh, you know, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how we end up with that. Because you've got Cocaine Bear, and then you've got Gerard Butler's movie, Plane, <laughs> which will now have a sequel called Ship. This is not a joke. There's a sequel, and it will be called Ship. There's going to be a uh, a sitcom called Cars. Oh wait, no, they can't call it that. But that's how we get to ask the movie. These these stop being creative with the titles. Let's just fucking call the movie what it is. Right. It's, a it's truth in advertising. Co- yeah. Cocaine bear. And I saw Plane before, and stupid me went and saw it before I flew to Florida a couple weeks ago. And so I'm there. I'm sitting there. I'm watching the movie. And I'm like, all right. There's got to be a better title in this movie than Plane. There's got to be. So I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and I'm like I'm taking notes in my head like, all right, well, all right, well, no, that wouldn't work as a title. No, that wouldn't work as a title. And I can only imagine like halfway through production, like Plane was the working title, right? And halfway through production, they were looking at the dailies going, no, it's just, it's just, it's just fucking Plane. Like... We're, mm-hmm. we're we're just we're just gonna fucking I stick give, with plane. I give up. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> like we got nothing here. This is fucking call it what it is. It's fucking plane. Um but yeah, yeah, and then whenever I think about that kind of shit, I always think of it from the perspective of an editor, because that's what I spend most of my time doing is editing video. And I just realized that someone had to sit in an editing bay for like decade for like not decades but like 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 tens if not hundreds of hours staring at that footage and taking direction from somebody on a team somewhere to say all right you know that scene you know the one where plane is there yeah can you make plane look bigger yeah (laughs) you know it's like 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 it's so stupid it's just so fucking stupid and you've got to sit there and edit that trash yeah that's why so I'm, I'm not familiar a with plane. Is is it about planes? It's about number one. Gerard Butler firmly knows his wheelhouse. Guy in a situation, situation gets fucked. Guy gets out of situation. He firmly knows that's his wheelhouse. See any of the has fallen movies. He so also makes a makes a good bounty hunter. Yeah, it's actually a decent movie. Ridiculous as fuck. Like, especially the third act, the third act just goes off the rails and you're like, fuck it. Sure. I'm in that. That can totally fucking happen. Um, but it was a service. He's an airline pilot. He's on a plane flying home New Year's Eve. Shit happens. Plane crashes. And it conveniently happens to crash on an island that's overrun by locals that like even the police are afraid of from the neighboring islands or whatever. And they kidnap the passengers. And now there's completely unassuming airline pilot suddenly has military level skills and knows how to get them back. That's the movie in a nutshell. It's completely ridiculous, but the whole time you're sitting there going, sure, 
sure the airline pilot knows how to choke out a guy that's twice his size with barely little effort. It's just sure. like everybody always <laughs> knows the fucking dance moves and the lyrics when a song breaks out. How is that possible? Even if they've never heard the song before, they know it. It's amazing. Oh, like, and everyone uh, can dance. Everyone can. Everybody's dance. a professional dancer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so I, I do recommend playing. I also recommend Megan. And I'm not the guy who watches the movies with the creepy dolls that go on a murder rampage. I thought that looked pretty good. Yeah. It's, yeah, it does it's, look good. It's everything that you want it to be, and and so much more. It's like what? <laughs> anybody you remember Small Wonder? Mm-hmm. Of course. What if the guy that invented the robot made one fatal error and was really too vague about what he programmed her for? <laughs> and that's the problem in this whole movie. I won't spoil it, but this is the problem. The woman who built her and programmed her was way too vague when he, she gave the directive to protect her niece at all costs. See, that's why you need way to go too with, vague. That's why you need to go with Asmanov's three rules of robotics, which I can't remember. Speaking of that, well, uh, I up. just watched I just watched iRobot the other day. I forgot how much I like that movie. That's Will Smith. Movie. Will Smith, I want to let you know something, man. I've been down on you a lot since your Oscar slap. Uh, I'm gonna let you back in. I'm giving you another chance. I'm giving the you first, another chance. The first law of robotics. These are by Isaac Asmanov. A robot may not injure a human being or through inaction allow a human being to come to harm. Second law. A robot must obey the orders given to it by human beings, except where such orders would conflict with the first law. Third law, a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second law. Now, there were several books that came out uh, that he wrote that explored how robots throughout different ages in the age of robotics uh, would circumvent their programming through loopholes in these three rules. So it was like really fascinating. Like one of them was like, well, let's take red dwarf. For example, that'd be a great example of the three laws of robotics in action, giving you an outcome that you really didn't want. Uh, the AI, the ship's AI, Holly took the plant, the ship as far away from earth as possible because of a cadmium release in the, in the core of the ship. And, uh, to, and, and then after 3 million years, woke up the, the sole human survivor, Dave Lister, um, uh, and, and said, Hey, you know, you're a lot, you're okay now. And it's like, he's the only living human being. He's 3 million years separated from his world. Why the fuck would any, a, a human wouldn't wake up the other human. They would be like, yeah, it's not worth it. Let him sleep. But an AI is like, have to preserve the human race, even if there's only one of them. <laughs> And that's the kind of dumb AI choices that we can look forward to in our future, you know, Yes. you know, because AI is not going to have the one thing. There's one thing we can't really program you. Uh, uh, AI may have something like emotions someday, but they won't come from the same value set that humans do because they don't have physical bodies like we do. They're not fragile like we are. And, um, they don't have chemicals in their brains that make emotions. Mm. So they will make decisions based on an entirely different value set that will be alien to us and will often cause conflicts and may inevitably end to us dismantling our own technology like they did in Dune <laughs> or being overcome by it, by like Terminator. So one of the two, for sure. Or yeah. iRobot. 
well, or iRobot. All I'm saying that's, is that, yeah, we're fucked, you know. Well, that's one of the key things that, that happens in Megan. Again, I don't want to spoil it, but she becomes self-aware. Mm-hmm. She goes out on the internet and realizes the shit that humanity is. Mm-hmm. And that's where things start to go a little caca. Yeah. Um. So that's where you run into a problem with this AI is like, what happens if it becomes self-aware and... and Okay, you know, you mentioned Asimov's laws of robotics, you know, do no harm to humans, whatever, whatever. But at what point does this self-aware consciousness see how much harm we're doing to ourselves and make the inevitable conclusion that we need to be put out of our own misery? You know, they brought that up in um, in an episode of The Amazing World of Gumball on Cartoon Network and covered it pretty thoroughly. Hmm. I suggest I suggest you look it up. The Amazing World of Gumball. Yes, it ties in perfectly. And they go through the whole thing where where Bobbert, the robot student, is told to to not let any harm befall. And like through the whole thing, he's not allowed to kill anything. And it turns into like this crazy thing where he's going to end the world. And then I don't remember why, but he stops. But and and there's. Go ahead. ahead. I was going to say that's really common now in 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 AI tropes is taking these AIs and saying, oh, yeah, they learn about the Internet and go, oh, wow, humans suck. Um, I would wonder if an AI would find beauty in things, though, too. And, and you know, like, say, like our art and all these other things and say, like, well, you know, these horrible monsters that appear to be completely without morals also have created all these wonderful cultural artifacts like you know, I wonder, would they not find out? But then, you know, you've got shit like fucking uh, uh, Midsummer or Mid, whatever it is that that are making um, AI art that is comparable to the masters. <laughs> so, but see, that's where that's where you, one key word you used there comes into play: artifacts. Right. There isn't. Uh, there isn't a Da Vinci, there isn't a Rambaldi, there isn't a Michelangelo, there isn't a Mozart right now. Mm-hmm. There isn't anyone that's really on that level of well, how do anything. You know? How I do you dis- know? I disagree on that because I, I think that there well. are there are some artists that are on that level. There are some uh, musicians, also artists, obviously, that are on that level. And there are some people that are fucking up there in that level with genius etc i agree that, uh just n- aren't aren't household names but are they and breaking new but are they breaking new ground it's absolutely entire, it's entirely absolutely. possible yes here's the thing though as as mike said they're not household names well neither were maybe not da vinci but he uh, might not have been at that point either we don't know i mean right. we're speculating most most artists that we think of as innovative or groundbreaking we don't find out about their work until well after their death think about how many people didn't know who leonardo da vinci was until a teenage mutant ninja turtles came out not only that <laughs> you're proving the point about humanity being stupid huh? <laughs> maybe not being around for much longer with good reason there um <laughs> Have you ever seen the video where they took two AI chatbots and had them talk to each other? Yes. And it just devolves into a psychotic mess at the end. Oh, my God. Mike, have you ever seen that? No, I haven't. No. They take two AI chatbots and they have them talk to each other and they get into an argument. 
And it devolves to one saying yes and the other saying no. And then they both say yes for a while. And then they start going in this weird short, like like shorthand language that that no human could understand. Like, yes, no, beady pop. Yes, creaky, creaky, quack, quack, quack. And, and then the other one responds. <laughs> one zero zero one zero one zero one one zero. It was fucked up. It was like they started communicating to each other in their own little language that only they understood. And and it was like genuinely creepy. You're just like, okay, what did I just watch? Unplug it. Fuck. Unplug it. Before now I'm going to have to look aware. this up and I'll have nightmares tonight. Yeah. Were they two AI chatbots or were they Donald Trump and Rudy Giuliani's text messages? <laughs> it was actually Lauren Boebert and oh, Marjorie Taylor Greene trying to decide whether they're going for lunch. I didn't see the phrase yes, daddy, anywhere in there. So, uh, no. <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene, you mean what you get when you order Charlotte Flair from Wish? <laughs> so i want to I, shave a horse's ass and teach it to walk on its front legs i wanted to say i was gonna bring up to you mike i'm sorry that the birds lost um it is what it is they, I, i'm kind of they over made it, it now. to the game they made they to the had the fucking chance to win the game and decided not to change game plan when the other team did and and the referees you know made some bad calls at the like why that call was made at the end of the game totally helped the chiefs out and et cetera, et cetera. Chiefs deserve to win. Congratulations to them. I, uh, I love Jason Kelsey and his brother, Travis, who plays for the uh, chiefs. Jason plays for the Eagles. They do a podcast. It's fucking amazing. I don't wish any ill will towards anybody. Mm -hmm. It happened. It's just the way it yeah. is. But uh, was it a game. bullshit call because of the timing or was it a bullshit call because he didn't do the thing? He did, he the, did thing. Do the well, thing. He did the thing, and but they were letting that go all game. And you don't See, you where... don't make a call with fucking like three minutes left, six minutes left in the game. That's that is like that where you're down to the fourth down and every, you you don't make a call like that and decide the game. There are referees interjecting themselves and deciding the outcome of the game, which is bullshit. I have to admit, I didn't. But he watch. did it, so he did it. You know, I, I mean, I, it is what it is. I did not watch the game. I boycotted it on the grounds that Bridget Gabriel wasn't going to watch it, and I know that she's a pathological liar, and I didn't want to do anything she was going to do, so I didn't watch the game. Wait, you just said she wasn't going to watch it, so you didn't watch it, but you didn't want to do what she was going to do because she's a pathological liar. Of course, she's going to oh, watch. Oh, so you the figured game. she watched? It. Okay, yeah, I got it. she got was it. trying to say it was too woke yeah. and football was too woke, and no, I mean, no one should watch the game. <sighs> which, of course, was code for I'm definitely going to watch this so that I can fucking constantly manufacture outrage. I love, I love my Philadelphia sports uh, with all my heart, and I will. I, you cut me. I bleed. I, I bled <laughs> green last Sunday. But uh, the fact of the matter is, over the years of of being a fan of of teams that have just been so futile, I've learned how to take losses a lot better and realize that it doesn't have to fucking linger for weeks or months. It can linger for a day or two and I can be over it now. I, I'm just worried you're going to I was I'm glad to hear that because I, yeah. I, I remember how you used to I kind of talked my brother down a little bit on Sunday while this was happening because I was like, bro. Like, what are you going to do? You can't change the outcome. They don't pay your paycheck. Them winning doesn't make a difference on your mortgage payments or anything like that. So it's just something that's fun to watch. It's a game. Well, I mean, having you know? lived, I lived next to you for many years, and I remember thinking you were either going to stroke out or have your, give yourself a hernia screaming at these games. Yeah, that was uh, – I, I still yell at games. Yeah. But uh, 
Yeah, like it ends when, move, when the, it, ends, it ends when the game ends and I'm done. And I'm like, all right. I uh I like to like Bear put out that commercial right before the Super Bowl about how uh cheering on your favorite team could give you a heart attack. And I was like, What hasn't happened yet? Knock on wood. <laughs> Like he scared me to get excited about the Super Bowl. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna have a heart attack." Bear just told me. Do you think? Because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm the guy. I watch the Super Bowl. I can give a fuck about any other. I only watch them. I only watch when my teams like, are in it. But do you think that the NFL is hashtag rigged? No. Or do you think it was just a ref that decided to interject? This this is a hard subject for me to wrap my head around because certain things yes i think they do control the outcome of certain other things no i don't do i think overall is it rigged uh like like they know who the champion's going to be in the outcome no i don't think so do you think money's but changing hands i do think that that there yeah i think that i think that there is a certain uh, sneaky thing that's going on behind the scenes where, uh, you know, there's unseemly shit going on. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger at it. And I'm in no way whining about the Eagles losing. I haven't since it happened. It, whatever happened, happened. The better team won. That's the way that it, the team that made adjustments won that fucking game. Um, but there are things that happened during the course of the season that, yes, I do think that uh that that there is some there is some pressure for things to happen a certain way i went to my first nfl game this year um first regular season nfl game and one of the eagles players got grabbed by the face mask had his head twisted around and got injured out of the game the referee was standing right there looking at it and didn't see anything that's the kind of stuff that makes me go come on now well, Who is, you know, who's pushing the buttons and who's saying what happens when it comes to this kind of shit? I like something to, I, is amiss. I'd like to interject by quickly saying uh, that uh, this year I have been trying to make it a point to call myself out when I'm full of shit. Mm -hmm. And so I'd like to introduce a new segment called Tom throws himself under the bus in which I point out stupid things I said in the episode. And when Leroy asked if I thought the game was rigged, I said, no, like I knew what the fuck he was talking about or had anything about it whatsoever. <laughs> it's true. You know what, though? I, 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 found I, it, I found it endearing that you did that. I actually was like, oh, like for a moment inside my head, I was like, oh, Tom, Tom is an opinion on sports. That's funny. <laughs> I, the reason why I'm doing this is because when I sit in the editing bay afterwards, I'm like, oh, I got, how am I going to cut this? Because it's so obvious I don't know what I'm talking about. And I'm sounding like an ass. Do I need to cut this? And it's like, I don't want to cut it because there's good stuff around it. So yeah, don't do it. So I'll just keep it in by including new segment that where I throw myself under the bus. I'm aware of It'll a lot keep of me honest. It'll I'm keep aware me honest. of a lot of Philadelphia sports things that have happened. The only other really egregious one I can think of off the top of my head is that in the eighties, the Islanders were the big team in the NHL uh, that went and won like three Stanley cups in a row. And during one of the games, there was an offside that was as obvious as could be. And there was no instant replay back in those days. The referee had to have seen it. And they said they did. And the Islanders scored won the game and thus went on to win the Stanley cup. Up. So I think that there's definitely some decision making going on with these leagues. I think to say that there isn't would be would be foolishly naive, especially with all the money that changes hands. Well, that was what I was about to say. When it say. comes to point spreads, when it comes to that shit, like, oh, they didn't decide the game, but they decide what the point spread is. You know what well, I mean? Stuff like that could 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 be affected. 
let's not forget that sports are a product, just like mm-hmm. everything else that's televised. It's not just about the money changing hands in backroom betting halls. It's simply about corporate sponsorships and tie-ins and this and that. I mean, you know, why why did everyone get so fucking was it Colin Kirkpatrick who took took a knee? Was that the guy or was yeah. it a different guy? Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Sorry. You're thinking of, yes. And so, essentially ruined ruined the man's life as far as sports is concerned because of that. Yeah. Which is bullshit. Because all he, he was did, kneeling to bring, you know, uh, social injustice awareness right. to people. Yes. And that that's when a lot of conservatives said they weren't watching football anymore. And yet they still watch football because they cried about Beyonce. They cried about why they did America the Beautiful and the national anthem and everything. And I'm like, it's a very simple equation. When you break it down, they mm-hmm. had more singers available than songs. So they were like, all right, we really want to put him into this. So we're going to have him sing something different. That's all. It's as simple as that. He's from yeah. the area. Now he's been on the Super Bowl. And and see, this is why, you know, when people ask me, are you a sports guy? I say, yes, I love the WWE mm-hmm. because here's why. At least I know I'm be- at least I know I'm a mark. Oh, I enjoy professional. <laughs> I enjoy professional wrestling myself. Mm-hmm. Like I Although, will I'll sit- be honest with you, amateur wrestling for me is where it's at. I love watching the amateur guys that uh, that do these that travel the country in these other like lower level wrestling things. It's fucking I, amazing. I fucking love MMA. I fucking love that shit. I couldn't tell Steven you. Steven Seagal name- does too. I could not tell you the name of a fighter. I could not tell you the name of a match. I could not tell you any I of the I have to moves. be in the mood, but I'll sit and watch it. I they, but boxing is something that I like I can't sit. Oh, I don't like watch. boxing. Well, I MMA like, I will. I like boxing so, highlight reels, but but yeah, no. MMA is just interesting all around. Uh, the only two names of them I know though unfortunately are War Machine because he beat up his girlfriend and Andrew Tate because he was a sex trafficker. That's the only two MMA fighters whose names I know. How is Andrew Tate still putting out all these tweets and Facebook posts when he's Who supposed to be in prison? In a Romanian <laughs> prison no less. A fucking gulag. I feel like that would be a place that wouldn't have good Wi-Fi. So now here's a question. What do we think about power slap? Power slap? Oh, you I know when you say about... what it is, I'm going to know what it is, but I, I can't is. literally it. it is literally. Oh, no, I know what you're talking about. Yes. You and Tom, you and Mike standing across from each other and slapping and, each and other. Mike just competition. And Mike just oh, winds up. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so this is a new Why show the in America. Fuck is that a thing? I well, have seen that and it's it's cringeworthy every single. The person's face is like grotesquely huge and they're still letting him do it. like you you had a concussion literally after the first slap and this is your 13th slap in the face. The thing is this has been going on for a while. We've only just seen it on television so it's getting more attention. But it's crazy. I've seen these things for years, and it's really hilarious when you get like a a weight mismatch, when you get one guy who's really huge and the other guy who's just <laughs> yeah, a rail. Yeah. Um, and it's like it's like arm this, wrestling, the same yeah, thing. They did this great reel or or TikTok or whatever where there was this big giant guy like my size, and then there's this tiny little dude who's like, I'm trying to think like think like um, don't bring him up. That's terrible. Think of DJ Qualis. Yes, that's who I was thinking of, but no, Mike, no. <laughs> well, I know, I know, I know you're taking that name, out, so I'm not worried uh, about but that. Yeah, so but yeah, think of DJ Qualis. So DJ Qualis's guy smacks first, and then the 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 big guy grins, and then whose goes, hand is literally the same size as his head, right? Goes like swings back, and just as it connects, you see like 
angels and choirs like oh <laughs> i do love the slow-mo on that where like the slap hits like, and, and like the face. slap hits over here but this ear is like out here pops off of his head <laughs> yeah and like yeah his other ear no clips into his head but, but again this is how we get idiocracy because this is we are like three steps away from al my balls yeah, like, you couldn't pay me enough to get somebody slap me in the face repeatedly. I'm like, not, there's no if you said I would give you a million dollars if you go up against this guy in a slap competition, first one to pass out wins. I'd be brother, like, no, I'm sorry, I can't brother, do it. Brother, I have TMJ. You don't want it. I, well, I I can't do it. And and here's the thing: this is brought to us in America on TBS, American television, by the same person who brought us UFC, Dana White. Mm-hmm. and it's like of course dana white's hands are all fucking over this yeah and i'm it's just it's just like like there's not enough shit out there now because you know for god damn well kids are on the playground oh fuck yeah doing this mm-hmm. shit you remember mm-hmm. bloody knuckles when we were in school yeah, yeah. you do bloody knuckles. it's just yeah same kind of stupidity like well, and yeah. It's it's just what why why are we we are devolving on so many levels? I fear. Well, he is also opening a whole new market up for the guys that are in MMA that can't fight because they're wife beaters and stuff. Because are, now they now they can slap people legally again. Are we uh, devolving, Leroy, or is this just is this artifice of a culture that's reached the point of no return, like the Roman Empire? Because there were gladiator. How how different. Are what we doing now is what we're doing now from gladiatorial uh championships and shit. I mean, the only <sighs> difference is that they're not slaves. Instead, they're just being given huge purses for what they're doing. Well, death isn't the penalty for losing. I think that's probably right. the biggest. I can't I think that's believe- the biggest glaring, you know, difference. But uh, right now, <laughs> I, I can't believe we've reached the point where we're gonna go out with contests about slapping each other. Can you imagine taking your date to a slap fight like that, being like, yeah, like, we're going to go see Super Slap tonight. <laughs> like, I just can't, I just... <sighs> but I do wonder, maybe it is. Maybe you look at shit like Power Slap and you look at some of this other shit and maybe it is, like, slowly but surely humanity is just cashing in its chips. <laughs> <laughs> it's entirely like, possible. Well, like I we've mean, got nothing else to do. Let's let's make a sport out of slapping each other across the face. I have <sighs> no idea. I really don't. I, I I just think that I blame Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, I mean it's been a constant <laughs> down, not even a downside, it's just change. It's just change. I mean, I don't want to be a dick, but but you you sound like an old man, Leroy. You're saying ah, I played shuffleboard when I was on vacation. I aged forty fucking you, years. You are a fucking old man if you play <laughs> shuffleboard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I go down I'm on saying, vacation, and I do mean offense by that. It's scary to us. It's scary to us because we are no longer relevant. We're three old men. Dude, we're we're in that in between stage right now. I, yeah. I don't think we're it's in that, that in between stage where people don't want to necessarily hear us reminisce about shit because my son every time I say something goes back in my day and busts Listen, my balls. We may not, but be I'm old- also not young. We may not be old men yet, but we have enough gray hair combined between the three of us to make an old man. But is to it weave that him we... together like like uh, some grotesque horrible? I got hair the pubes beast. covered. 
I don't want to know about that. Can we move is, on to what you were going to say, Leroy? Is it that we've got, is it that we're too old or, I mean, to, 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 to not to quote Star Trek or thing. Have we outlived our usefulness or what, our generation? Yeah. Or are we the last not. ones with any sensibility to look at something, the power stop and goes, the fuck? Like, are we just the last generation that's like, no, like, is no. it just Katie bar the door now? Like, <laughs> No, honestly, I think that the younger generations have a lot to offer. I and think that, yeah, the, that our our kids generations are the ones that's going to save us from this stupidity. I yeah, really, for sure. really, truly believe it. For sure. For sure. I, They've it's... already proven that they're moving in that direction. So mm-hmm. I think this is the final hurrah for idiots. Maybe you think this is going to power slap is going to be things. Power well, slap will be the they, thing that makes kids go, all right, no, because it's they only going to get literally got sense slapped into them. Well, it's no, only, it's it's only going to get worse like, from here. <laughs> it's more like it's it's more like they've they've got the slapping, so all the dumb ones are going to slap the brains out of each other, and then they won't be able to function. They're all going to be put into like the power slap ward at the hospital where they have intense brain damage from smacking each other around and then yeah. they won't be able to fuck anybody and then they won't have kids and then we'll i don't see any kids. redeeming qualities to power slap that's all i'll say i i will not watch it because i've seen it already unfortunately but i would never sit and watch that and be like no we this found is good rede- wholesome stuff we found the redeeming quality mike i'm not saying you should watch it by any means but we have found the i redeeming got it you quality. just said what it was yes. yeah exactly so there's yeah. always a silver lining. it's called survival of the fittest right right like right. you got natural kid, selection like, you got a kid like my stepson like chandler you know who is going to be some sort of engineering genius who stumbles upon something like power stop and goes all right i've got to build something to save these people <laughs> like fuck. if i was an engineering genius and i looked at power slap i'd be thinking i bet i could make an arm that slapped so hard their head would actually come off and like, that would actually in a roundabout way it would the slap problem, them so it? hard all of the skin and muscle came off and it'd just be a screaming skull you know they need to bring back celebrity death match <laughs> and have and have like a power slap match and have it be like i don't know the guys from Daft Punk slapping the face off of DJ Khaled. I don't fucking know, but just two names that popped in my head. Can it? Can it just be? Can we? We we just have uh, change it up a little yeah. bit. Let's just get like really shitty celebrities like fucking Marilyn Manson, and have them like stapled to the ground, literally stapled, and just have a whole bunch of big beefy celebrities beat the shit out of them for a while. I was thinking maybe we could have. You get two shitty celebrities you don't care about to fight to the death. Mm-hmm. Kid Rock versus, I don't know, Machine Gun Kelly. I don't actually have anything against Machine Gun Kelly. I, I, shouldn't, say, I shouldn't say that. I really just, don't. Let's keep with the Manson theme. Let's have Manson versus uh, 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 Kid Rock to the death. And then yeah. whoever whoever wins has to uh, fight Tim Allen to the death. <laughs> oh, no. There, there's somebody that I would... I would pay to see him get his ass fucking beat. Oh my god, it'd be amazing. I I love Toy Story, and that makes me even more angry that mm-hmm. Tim Allen exists. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Home Improvements like all of us did when we were growing up. That makes me angry that Tim Allen exists. I loved his books. I know that seems like a ridiculous thing to say, but he had two books. Don't stand too close to a naked man, and I'm not really here. 
and they were fucking hilarious. Uh, especially, and the second one, I'm not really here, was my introduction to quantum physics because he was obsessed with quantum physics during the writing of hmm. that book. And it's all about, like, I'm not really here is is sort of a, uh, a, 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 a an allusion to the fact that, you know... I was hoping they were going to say homage. Well, well, no, but I guess homage would work well, but it's sort of just like an allusion to the fact that we're both waves and particles at the same time. And it's observation that makes us collapse into a wave state and, um, or no collapse into a particle state, I should say. And, and, and so, yeah, we're not really here. Well, and see, for me, when it comes to Tim Allen, it's the fact that Tim Allen exists and my love for galaxy quest. Oh yeah. Fuck Sigourney yeah. Weaver was incredibly hot. In that oh movie. my God. She was never sexier. Even I, when think, she was, I mean, she is a, an attractive woman, period. But in yeah. that movie, mwah, it was like well, it was like the first alien. It was like the first alien. I was going to say the only yeah. time that's sexier than her in that movie is her running around in her underwear on the uh, escape ship at the end of the movie. And 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 what's so great about it is it's not like she's some like perfect, ten, gorgeous, amazing supermodel. She's she's built like a normal person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She looks like a normal person, but she's a normal super person. I'd like to get to know better. Super attractive, no doubt, but not like inhumanly, impossibly attractive. You know, well, and, and she's attractive but attainable. I think yes. that's the way you're yes. looking at it. Yeah, yeah. She she's she's not speaking in the worst fucking possible way. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. I, I could have her. Let's. <laughs> I yeah. could have her. I would hey, disappoint her all night long. Um, I disappoint her from step one. <laughs> the title of the episode is going to be uh, Dehumanizing Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> and I could disappoint, or I could disappoint her from step one. And yeah. that's the episode that gets us national attention. Yeah. Um, oh my God, that would be fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but but I had one last thought re- related to Galaxy Quest and why Tim Allen's existence ruins it so much for me. Because number one, not only is it as as good of Trek as some of the best Trek, mm-hmm. but it's one of the last movies, if not the last movie, to understand satire doesn't have to just be endless pop culture references. You can have an original story yeah. that is satirical of a particular pop culture culture element i'm looking at you scary movies one through five i'm looking at you superhero movie i'm looking at you know where i know it's just what like, you did last summers yeah well no i know what you did summer still had its own he's thing. talking about satire specifically I'm no no i just the, meant that they they were the same movie I don't i'm know. talking about I the spoofs that, myself for no fucking reason that exists solely to poke fun at pop culture and not even really poke fun at the subject matter that they're supposed to be satirizing sat- mm-hmm. satiring Set. Satirizing. I, I speak Satirizing. English Sodomizing. goodly. Sodomizing. Um, Sodomizing? Yes. We don't need yes. to know what you're doing right later. Up. Right up but, the poop shoot. Right up yeah, the old ship pipe. It's one, it's, it's, uh, to me, I think it's one of the last ones that got it. Well, And one and of the few that wasn't Mel Brooks that was good. Let's name all the amazing actors that are in that movie. So there's, there's Sigourney Weaver, Sam Rockwell, Tony Shalhoub, um... Fucking Isn't the dude who played Snape in that too. Snape is in that. Alan, yeah, Alan Rickman. Alan, Alan Rickman. Rick- I couldn't remember Alan Rickman's um, last name. Um, uh, Rain Wilson is in it. 
um i can't remember her name but she plays the, the like the second in command alien missy pile missy pile yeah so there's oh, missy so pile. many great and and that movie has one of my all-time favorite lines which it, which is delivered by sam rockwell when he's trying to help them fight the rock monster on the planet he says can you put together some kind of rudimentary lathe and i was like <laughs> that is the most fucking ridiculous thing i think i've ever heard in a movie and it's I'll never forget it. It was just such well, a great line. And you you watch that, you watch a movie like that, and you had all the archetypes of Star Trek. You had mm-hmm. all of that. And that's what makes it work. And then you have Tony Shalhoub's stoner engineer, <laughs> <laughs> who when they realize they need a new Beryllium sphere, the power source of the ship, he's like, hey, guys, they're telling me that we need a new beryllium sphere. And then when they get it right, he's like, hey, 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 we got that one right. All right, everybody, group hug, group hug. And then when they're flying down to the planet, he's just sitting there with this shit-eating grin on his face, eating popcorn. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I never really picked up on him being a stoner, but I guess it's sort of an understated thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's he just is a like, stoner, yeah. Yeah, just the way he reacts when they're when they're talking about getting ready, trying to eject the aliens from the uh, from the ship. Sam Rockwell comes up with this plan like he's going to sacrifice himself. He's like, he's like, you can't do that. That's suicide. <laughs> Plus, they just came up with a really cool idea. Total stoner. <laughs> well, <laughs> even the way he reacts to the teleportation, like everyone else is throwing up and freaking out. And he's just like, that was a hell of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's great. And then and then let's not forget <laughs> Alan Rickman, who plays that movie so fucking straight. Mm-hmm. He plays it just like. And I don't know if that was just the way the character was written or if Rickman was like, listen, you guys are all going to be doing this shit. I'm going to play this straight down the fucking well, play straight down the middle. Rickman is one of those guys who, if you just let him do his thing, he gets lost in his own characters in a way that's not method methody, you know, like, yeah, he's not wasn't like a method actor because i love don't get me wrong like i love like uh daniel day lewis and i love heath ledger and, and you know they're incredible actors were incredible at whatever but sometimes it gets a little tiring to hear about oh yes he spent a month in a prison cell to prepare for the role it's like can't you just do it in a coffee shop like what the fuck dude do you have so little imagination they literally have to live the conditions I think that has less to do with imagination and more with the things that you're doing becoming your habits. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I, I get it. I mean, I do get it. I just think it's... Well, you know what? It works for the guy. I mean, I mean Daniel Austin Day-Lewis. Butler became Elvis. Who? Austin Butler became Elvis. Watch a video clip of him before he plays Elvis. He has normal everyman voice mm-hmm. now since he's been in elvis he can't shut off yeah, the elvis, elvis voice or he's, he's constantly doing the well. elvis voice can't, wait my cat's eating something plastic um <laughs> like he can't like he he won the he won the golden globe hold on cat's trying to eat whatever that is some sort of yeah, plastic my, thing. My, my cats like to go after plastic shit too i'm like what the mm-hmm. fuck is but, wrong with you are you trying to kill yourself the, he wins the he wins the golden globe and he's up there and he's he's all like oh, thank, you, thank you very much like he's doing elvis and i'm like that's not you're not him that like uh, he became elvis because of the method acting my wife not to interrupt but my wife my bought, wife 
my wife bought this big box of cat toys from Chewy. And we got them and the box comes in and she takes all the toys and just spreads them around and gives them all the cats and they're loving them. And then she left the box up on top of the counter. And later on, I find the box face down and, and I'm like, it starts moving. I'm like, somebody was in it. Yeah. Simon was in it and he didn't know how to get out. He was stuck. I could have left him there for like days and he would never have figured it out on his own. I decided that that cat is as dumb as a block. I've decided next time he bites me, I'm going to bite him. Yeah, do it. And I'm going to see how I'm going to bite his fucking tongue. Bite his fucking tail. Dude, dude, that might be the only language he understands. Seriously, is retaliation because it's the only thing that works when the other, even the other cats are like, dude, I'm going to raise you. you. How disrespectful. My mom sent me a picture. I have the battle cat that sits behind me there. Hmm. Somebody took the box and put their cat inside of it and took a picture of it. And I was super pissed that I didn't think of that first because <laughs> I had the box idea. sitting right over there and I have a cat small enough that would fit in the box. I have some questions about that. What's that? Move to the side a moment. Is there a fucking clown nose or something on top of Skeletor? Yes. It's one okay. of those like <laughs> one of those like uh, clown things that they, they do the charity thing for. I just okay. put it on its head so I wouldn't lose it. He's wearing a giant red helmet. To, he's being safe. He's being safe because naturally... Skeletor would not ride Battle Cat. Battle Cat would fucking destroy him. Right. Or at least try to. So he has to be extra safe. They just play nice because Battle Cat's, you know, he's 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 sad for a little bit of human interaction because he hasn't seen He-Man. So I, I never really, I don't think I ever had a He-Man. If I did, it wasn't very long. They had the I He-Man had, that had the battle damage chest. Well, that's that's what that's the the Skeletor that that is. Okay, it's the Skeletor with the with the three stages of battle damage, where it's like nothing, then the one gash, and then like two gashes across his chest. Okay, yeah. So, and he's he's an original one too, but he's he's broken, so he's not worth anything. He's worth everything to me though. That's why he sits there, and it's why I gave him Battle Cat to sit on. Hey, let's. I saw never Battle forget. Cat was on fucking sale, and I was like, I got to get that shit. Let's never forget Skeletor is love. He is love. That is Skeletor the greatest. That is the greatest Facebook group ever. Mm-hmm. If you're ever having a bad day, folks, Skeletor is love. And I would love to sit here and talk about it a little bit longer. But uh, we are literally almost double over time. So that's going to be a story for another time. Thanks for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like I would not successfully give it to Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Oh, <so> <laughs>